Welcome everybody back to Project Life with Mike Watts. It is Mike Watts. Um, today is going to be, I have not planned for this. I am just opening up the rift table. Uh, today is the day that Dr. Ford is speaking in front of the Senate for um, regarding the sexual assault that took place on Judge Kavanaugh, or the judge, excuse me, let me rephrase that, that she is giving her test testimonial or her experience as it was with Judge Kavanaugh back in college. And then now there's the two other women that have said that he has done something as well. <clears throat> so I have been reading a lot of things. This thing called Hippothy, Hippothy, why powerful men get more sympathy than women they abuse. Um, men are more afraid than ever. I d haven't watched any of the talk um, of her in front of the Senate or any of the feedback that's happened from there yet, so I actually have no comment on her being and what she's saying, etc., or what my takeaways are from it at this moment. But I've just been looking at Twitter and I've been looking at Facebook a little bit and seeing what people are writing about and then reading some of these articles about the lengths women go through to be believed. And another title would be the Hypothesy One. It's Hippathy? It's H-A, it's Hympathy. Hympathy. Why powerful men get more sympathy than women they abuse. I saw a quote by Bush that said he stands by George the son stands by that he will be a good person Trump saying that he what was his quote exactly um, let me see if I can find it but basically like that why is this happening to such a good man and and then the fact that the entire panel is men, but they brought in a woman to ask her specific questions. So I haven't heard a lot of what's actually taking place here. Um, all I know is I had an interview. What I was actually going to talk about today was this interview that I did with uh, Jul Julianne Morris. She was a former client of mine, but she's this amazing woman, and I'm going to share an episode about that in the future. And the, her questions to me were about being a good man, and she's been interviewing men around you know different topics and being a good human. So I was gonna share about all of that, but like there's a lot in my mind right now about reading these things and just being a man right now. You know, what really caught me this morning was this article in Slate.com, and I'll link this up in the, the description, said men are more afraid than ever. Why Kavanaugh advocates would rather defend malfish, I can't say this word, than deny it. Malfeasance? Mal, oh my gosh. I am so bad at pronunciation. Like, let's laugh at Mike a little bit. Everyone could just laugh at Mike and be like, this is horrible. So, but I'll just read you a, a couple things that was stuck out to me in this article. It's a remarkable fact of American life that hordes of men are now defending sexual assault. It's not immediately clear why. It seems like the very definition of an unforced error. But a substantial group, many of them in politics, has taken to the internet to argue that a 17-year-old football player should get to do as he likes to a 15-year-old girl. For example, trap her in a bedroom, violently attempt to remove her clothes, cover her mouth to muffle her screens, 
without consequences to his life or reputation. The locker, the quote unquote locker room, once invoked to normalize Trump's language, every man talks this way behind closed doors, in parentheses, has expanded into locked American bedroom with a woman trapped inside. It's all in good fun, defenders declare horseplay. Here's the most surprising part. They have launched this particular defense despite the fact that the accused party denies it ever happened. And to be clear, there are perfectly feasible defenses of Brett Kavanaugh that others have attempted. Um, so, and there was a Washington lawyer that was quoted, if somebody, this was his quote, I believe it was a man that didn't say, um, if someone, somebody can be brought down by ac accusations like this, then you, me, and every man certainly should be worried. And then other things were said. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, it's like, holy shamoli. The painful experiences claimed by women make no impression at all on the certain kind of man's sense of reality. Of course, men believe that they suffer more and many women, having spent their lives accustomed to men's feelings, matter more than everyone else's, will agree with them. And, oh my gosh. I mean, this goes on, and it's, it's like, here's, here, I'm going to just riff on this for a second. The, I just recommend reading this article. If you're a dude listening to this, if you're a spouse listening to this, or excuse me, a woman, um, or you don't, you're, you go by they or them, you know, you classify yourself as a different gender or, uh, it is share this. I, I'm going to have a sum up of for men in the future. I, it's, it's working. It's in my brain. I just haven't kind of got it all out in words yet. Clearly why I'm having a hard time recording this. Um, it is, it breaks my heart to hear people's experiences of women they're going through and then the fact that no one believes them. And, and then all of a sudden, it's all these good old boys. But it, but it breaks me off and pisses me off at the same time. So pretty much I feel for the victims that have been experienced of sexual assault. And it also affects me. I talked to Kate about this the other day as we were driving just sexual assault is one process of it. I mean, the people that Donald Trump, it's like I everybody celebrated Tiger Woods two weeks, right? I just did that whole podcast on Tiger Woods in his book. Then the dude goes and wins the tour championship or something, and everybody celebrates him as he overcome the greatest thing he's ever experienced in his life. He's like, yeah, but the dude brought hundreds of people down with him. And like, what happens to all of those people, right? What happens to those women that he was screwing over in, in lying to about you're being successful or you're my wife or we're going to be together and he's having an affair with all of them. Like what happens to all of those women? They've had to rebuild their lives. They've been ridiculed. They've been made fun of. Uh, they have been shamed all across the world. And then it's like, we're going to celebrate this dude walking across the, the golf course. Granted, I don't, you know what he's been through his life, the ups and downs, etc. I give him credit for overcoming that for sure. Right. It's been, it's incredible to make yourself all the way back to the top. I talked about this in the podcast. But the, but it's like, no, he's just an athlete. He's just a golfer, right? That messed up big time. So back to the women that have been through the sexual assault piece. And, and 
it's so it's such a slippery like I was driving with Kate the other day and we're in the car and I said you know I have to think about my life for the good part of college was spent drunk you know I went to parties and I and I told her this and then I was like I hope I didn't treat anybody that feels this way and I don't really truthfully know because when I'm wasted or you're under the influence of some sort of substances that are altering your feeling, you have no idea, right? And the only way that I'm able to do that is like chat with every single person that I ever come in contact with, but I have no idea because I spent times in bars and you're, I was around thousands of people in college, right? So I don't know what that experience like. And I'm not able to say that I did not have some sort of negative effect on a woman, right? And I can honestly say that I don't know. But in my conscious, like if I check in with my body and who I am, I don't believe, like any girl that I dated or anything like that, that I never treated them this way. Um, any other woman that's been a part of my life that I can say not, I for my own self, but it's not about, like the truth is it's not about me, right? It's about these women it's about the people that i was around that if i treated them well and so it's in kate was like isn't it scary to think that you can't answer that for yourself and i was like yeah because i don't know you know the the end result is i might never know ever and it's not about me right in this situation it is about me and men instead of jumping on the bandwagon of self-defense versus someone, it's questioning their, like it's these Republican dudes that are sitting in office that are like, oh, he's already in, done. You know, unless there's anything mind blowing, he's gonna be, it's like, no, 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 no. That's our problem that we've come across is we've let this type of behavior as a man get away with it. I can guarantee, well, I can't guarantee it, right? But I will do my best to, from the past five years of my life to the rest of my life to honor and stick up for women in situations like this, if men are being treated in this way, if a person of color is being treated negatively, and that there's, I see this in my world that I will do the best that I possibly can to stop it, to diffuse the situation, to move on, to stick up for that person, you know, if they feel they need a support. And it's to support to the journey of these women going through by just shutting up and listening, right? It's like, for me, what's happening here is these dudes, like it is, it is my responsibility as a guy to correct and improve, and I've shared this before about Tracy Ellis Ross's TEDx talk, about it's men's job to correct men's bad behavior. And this is really bad fucking behavior. And the fact that they are supporting this bad behavior, these other dudes. And I watched a mother, I watched a mother on a video today on CNN talk about how it's high school boys with her two teenage daughters standing behind her. And they agreed with the situation that it's fine. They're in high school. Lots of things like this happen. How many people haven't been groped before? They were talking about groping. And she's like, it's part of the deal. They're high school. Like, who cares? It's like, no, that is a problem, right? It's a problem that we are creating a society where this is acceptable. 
And I mean, this starts all the level of like circumcision that we do to boys, female um, genitalia mutilation that takes place. Like, well, this is the level we're talking about here. And if we're bringing the world into bringing boys into the situation and chopping off their penises, and in Africa, they still do a lot of female mutilation on genitals. And this is what we're doing to our human selves. It's no wonder that these things exist and that we allow it to take place. But we're adults, right? And so we've created a culture. And then even if you're in high school, like I didn't treat women like this in high school. I do know that. You know, there wasn't this trying to take advantage of situation. There wasn't this, um, it's like him showing his penis, right? And so... And then it's all of a sudden we're defending, we're making the woman prove the fact that where's the facts, but the man could just be like, oh, I didn't do that. Denial. And it's like, no, where's your proof, motherfucker, that you didn't do it, right? It's like giving this dude the same type of, I, I'm gonna call harassment because what they've done to Dr. Ford leading up to this day Right, just even up to this day of her going in front of the Senate to 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 give her, I don't, it's not a testimonial. I don't know what else to her words. Right, her they're calling it a hearing here in front of me, but I don't know what that is. So it's just hearing her out, her statements. Let's call it a statement. And the 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 jumping upon her, the proof. I have calendar. I have this. And it's like, no, like prove that you did not do this, Kavanaugh. And then there's more women that are coming out. There was two and now there's three. And it's like all of this. And it's the hiding behind the, well, I'm a good Christian white man. And it's like, no, that's the problem with the Catholic religion is that it's a bunch of white dudes that have buried sexual abuse of boys, right? And so... And that it's been like, okay, well, great. We're not going to hold anybody accountable for it, right? And so, no, it's our job to start holding us, I'm speaking myself as a dude, as a man, to hold these men accountable for the situation. And actually, to, for myself, it's not to be of the original article, men are afraid of that ever. It's not about being afraid or fearful. It's about shutting up. It's listening to what women's stories are. Because it's not just one. We're talking millions and millions of stories. The day the world changed forever was the Women's March the day after uh, uh, Trump was elected president. That we will never go back to the way things used to be. It'll never, women won't allow it. Men will not allow it. People of society will not allow it. Organizations will not allow it anymore. Yes, our people keep, do they keep being called out and exposed for their darkness? Yes, and that will continually happen. But it's not our, we don't have to be afraid of this. And I've had this conversation with Kate as well. Like, it's like, how do we fit in? Like, what do I do as a man? You know, it's like, how, how, what's the best thing for me? I learned this in our diversity as an asset class that I'm a white male, right? A straight white male. I am not able to, to see what it's like to be a black man living in the United States of America. I, I'm not going to, there's no way I can ever see that. But I can see it through the lines, the eyes of a black man writing a book, an article, 
doing a video, listening to a documentary, listening to a podcast, and what that experience has been like for him. And so it's the same that I'm talking about here as myself as hearing what women are going through from sexual assault, all genders or all races of the female gender going through sexual assault. Yes, men experience sexual assault as well, but nowhere on the scale of that happens with women. And it is for me to listen to what their stories are. It's not my job to, to, to hold this space for all men in the United States or in the world to try to fix the whole male race, right? Or crush all toxic masculinity. I do not have the capability and that's not my job, right? My job is to fix Mike. My job is to educate Mike. My job is to produce better content that fulfills, that, that allows me to teach or not even teach, but it's teaching myself and then putting that out in my own words that I find valuable, which is what I'm trying to do here today. I might have said a few things that weren't politically correct. So if I did, please let me know. But I'm just like, I'm, I'm just like this off the top of my head right here. And it's about us to hear these stories, to listen to this experience that Dr. Ford went through. Because there was like there was another thing that came up I saw in some article that there's two other men that have said that they are the ones that did this to Dr. Ford. Regardless of who actually did this, this woman had this experience that is very traumatic even 36 years later, I think, or a whole ton of years later. This was real. Regardless if Kavanaugh did it or regardless of if two other men did it. The bottom line is not necessarily who did it right now for this conversation. It's about that this took place and that this we thought was okay. And the fact that this woman was traumatized until 2002 to actually bring it up because she was scared and she's terrified to be in front of these people. And there is millions and millions and millions of women experiencing the same pain and terror right now watching her on this screen being at home, like I, even myself, to see the description of what these men did and how they thought it was okay. And it's not, right? It is not okay. And there is no way we can allow this to take place anymore. So it's for men of us, it's not about being afraid anymore. It's not about being afraid of women. It's not about being afraid. And Tony Robbins said this bullshit when he was doing his his talk to the woman brought up about the Me Too movement. And he's like, I got men, friends that are in Wall Street that won't even hire women right now because they're afraid of this. And it's like, no, Tony, take a check, look in the mirror, look at yourself. That is the wrong answer, dude. That's his, invo- that's his vulnerability and his immaturity to actually have real relationships with women of people of the opposite sex inside of a workplace environment to treat them like human beings. And it's not about us being afraid. It's about us treating other people like human beings. And as us, I mean men here, okay? And so it's us to listen to what people have gone through. And it's us to make the change inside of our organization. It's us to be in a group of men to be like, yo, no, we're not gonna do that. The quote unquote locker room talk as Trump says, right? This is not happening anymore. It's time to grow the fuck up. It's to be an adult. It's to actually have courage to stand up for what's right and what's wrong. Because we know inside of us what is right and what's wrong. And when these type of things are happening in public, we know they're right and we, we know what's right and we know what's wrong. So us as dudes, especially like 
white men that are part of the patriarchy that have existed that I'm speaking directly to you right now. And this is about us. We have the power to create the change that people want to see. And all we have to do, because we have been the ones that have been in power. So that will initially, that will eventually dissolve itself. That will eventually, the power structure will no longer last. But right now, it is our responsibility to stick up for our women that are here in this world, that give birth to babies all across this world, that have been mistreated, that are that the attack of, if abortion becomes illegal in this country again, it is insane how it affects women's health. The fact that we are even, men are even in charge of discussing women's health needs to be changed in itself, right? And so it is our responsibility to look at organizations, to look at how we're running our companies, to look at how we are a father to our children, to look at how we're a husband to our wives or to your husband if you have a partner that is an all-male partnership. And it's for you and for us and for myself as white men in this society, it's not about to be afraid of everything that's coming out, everything that's happening, everything that's not coming out, it's being exposed into this environment. And it's for us to be responsible human beings and treat people kindly. And it's about us to change the dynamics of these structures exist. Because right now we have that opportunity. It's about us to create diverse organizations surrounding ourselves that people that don't look like us to make educated, great decisions moving forward. If women had as much responsibility or as much input into designing um, office buildings, sports venues, there's no freaking way they would ever wait in line for a restroom. You know, it's like, but they didn't. We just stayed in a hotel, Kate and I, my parents watched the kids. Kate goes, a man designed this bathroom layout. How do I know? Because the lights are so bright coming directly down on my face, not from the mirror for me to do makeup. And she's like, if anyone else would have given input on this that was asked the woman's opinion, this wouldn't have been designed like this because it's way, it's not good. To, it's, it's horrible to even myself. I looked in the mirror, I'm like, wow, my God, this is the worst layout ever. Brand new hotel in Portland. And so it's us to create, getting the words that I'm probably using today are offending someone some way or another. And it's for me and it's my responsibility to educate myself on what those words are and to do better. And it's just, we can do better. I'll see you on the next episode of Project Life with Mike Watts. For the people you know in your life that need this, send them this recording. Thank you.